0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Solo BG Podcast. This is Derek, and welcome. And if this is your first time in this uh, podcast, well, welcome. And let me tell you what it's about. We mainly discuss and we mainly focus in solo and cooperative board games or in competitive board games that they either have a solo official variant or a solo fan-made variant. Anyway, any way that it can be played solo or cooperative, we dedicate a whole episode to that game. We talk about it. We do an audio unboxing. In that way you can have the same feeling as if you were watching a YouTube video of an unboxing uh, board game. But instead of watching, you can be driving or taking a nap or go on a subway or on a plane or wherever you want to be and you can be listening to it and you can have the same feeling or similar experience of it just by audio. Anyway, that's what it's solo BG podcast about. We also do giveaways periodically, like right, right now. Uh, we're having a giveaway of the board game Friday, which is a solo board game. And in order to participate, which is going to be, the winner is going to be announced uh, this following weekend. Uh, I'm sorry, no, next Monday, the 19th, I believe I have. Anyway, you should go to our Facebook page at SoloBG Podcast and then look for the post of the giveaway. You need to give it a like to SoloBG Podcast Facebook page, uh, share the post of the giveaway and tag to friends on that post. And that's how can you enter uh, in order to win a copy of friday which it will be with free shipping in the u.s and if you happen not to be in the u.s well then uh anyway you can participate and at the shipment time we will uh figure it out don't worry you will have your game so anyway this is what solo bg podcast is, is about before i start also i want to thank a lot to all of you my friends that you have been supporting the show so amazingly uh you've been following us on facebook and twitter and instagram with the same at SoloBG Podcast, you be sending emails to soloBGPodcast at gmail.com. and you have no idea uh, how big of important that is. Even if you review the iTunes, the, I'm sorry, the podcast on iTunes, especially or wherever you listen to podcasts, it gives us a big help to the show. It motivates me to keep doing it. And since I'm saying that, I wanna send a huge, a huge, a big hug to one of my friends from Chile. That he recently sent me a... Uh, he commented on one of the Instagram posts of Solo BG Podcast. And he told me that he was from Chile and that he listened to the podcast. And he already subscribed to uh, uh, our other YouTube channel, our other project, which is Geek86 or Geek86. Since that uh, YouTube channel, it's mainly in Spanish for board games and video comics. He already subscribed over there and he gave a like to both of the pages, Geek86 and Solo BG podcast. And he's a great guy and he goes by Midoron BGG on Instagram. So please follow him, Midoron BGG on Instagram, which is M-I-T-H-O-R-O-N-B-G-G. And he always is posting cool pictures of board games that he's playing with his family and all that stuff. So make sure that you follow him. And thank you so much, my friend from Chile. It's It means a lot to me, the comment that you made on the Instagram uh, so thank you so much, and to all of you that comment on our Facebook page, on our Instagram post, wherever I share the, po- uh, the Facebook post on solo board games, and the board game group, and all those groups on Facebook, to all of you that comment there, thank you so much, and anyway, this is BG Podcast, we're ready for another episode, this is a good one, because we're going to talk about a game that had a lot of controversy surrounding it, because it took forever, forever, to get into our tables, from the kickstarter and still there's a lot of backers a lot of you my friends that you haven't received a copy of this game and we're talking about unbroken another game that is only playable as a solo player and i won't tell you anymore let's talk about the game let's start with the show this is unbroken in solo bg podcast ready set go Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games, art, rules, gameplays, and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Hi, welcome again to Solo BG Podcast. Once again, my name is Derek and I'm so excited to be here in another episode. For this time, we're going to talk about a very interesting game uh, because probably even more interesting because everything that was surrounding it, all the Kickstarter campaign, all the controversy, all the of you friends and, uh, you know, all the backers that they were some at some point angry with the process that all this Kickstarter was managed, other people, they were very happy and they don't have any complaints. There was a lot of controversy on the mail and the way that they send the game. A lot of controversy now in the gameplay. And people are getting copies. And then people see copies and conventions and stuff like that. So you know that we're talking about Unbroken. It's a game that is uh, distributed and published by Golden uh, Games or Golden Bell Games. And it's designed by Artem Safarov. And it's from Ultima Games as well. Uh, and illustrations are by Rachel Corson, and it's written by Mark Goldner and Robert Gross. And the musical score, yes, you hear it right. Musical score, because you have a musical score that we will talk about it, because it was, I guess, a big important thing during the Kickstarter campaign. It's made by Jonathan Miller. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about Unbroken, but before we jump in this episode game, which I was very looking forward to, to record it, honestly... And to play the game a few times, which I already did. Um, you know, I did it probably I will say a year ago with the premium play, and now I play it with the official game, and I have my thoughts that we will you will know you will hear about them. Let me tell you what I've been playing recently. So, you know that our previous episode was about was the first episode of solo with friends, and just if you haven't noticed. Solo with Friends will be an episode that we will do every three episodes. That means we will do three episodes of solo and cooperative games. And then we will do an episode of Solo with Friends. And mainly Solo with Friends will be a competitive, a full competitive game that we can talk about it. A game that cannot be played solo, that you need somebody else, at least another person to play. But still, it's a very good game and it's a must-have in your gaming library. That's why it's going to be solo with board games. Uh, what I've been playing recently. Well, the first solo with board games once again episode. Was about Draftosaurus. And I've been playing Draftosaurus still. Because I think it's a very fun game. Very easy to learn. Very uh, quickly to play. And it's still fun. I've been playing with my wife and friends. And uh, either two players or multiplayer. It's very fun. So um, yeah, I've been playing Draftosaurus quite a bit. Also, I've been playing on tour. Uh, which I don't remember if I mentioned you on the last episode, but is the roll-and-write game where you have a band, uh, you know, a music band across the United States, and you're rolling two dice, and you get uh, two numbers, let's say uh zero 5 and you need to circle on the map, on each city or state, according to the, whatever the card draws, either as, either a, a 5 or a 50, and you will be doing that during the whole game, and at the end of the game, you try to connect in ascending numbers all the routes that you can make, that you could make, across the country and whoever makes more points cross through more cities and cross through more states makes more points at the end of the game and win it's a very fun game it sounds very simple but it's fun i usually don't enjoy a lot of the roll and right competitive games but that one is very good and you can play it solo so i've been playing on tour too i also been playing Rise of tribes that's another one of my favorite uh i would say um, you know i don't think well yeah it's kind of a work placement dice placement area control type game um but it's one of my favorites definitely competitive games rise of tribes and i'm looking forward to play it again i've been playing that i've been playing Magic Coral the other day my my wife and i we did like a outside picnic here in indiana which sometimes on the summer it, the weather is beautiful and it's very comfortable for you to be outside so we were on there on there a tree in the backyard and we brought Magic Coral and we set it up on the table on the backyard table and we play and we had a blast it was a long time since I played Machikoro We played the version of The Bright Lights, Big City, and we had fun. Also, I've been playing Samurai Spirit by Antoine Balsa. Um, I love, I love the games from Antoine Balsa and from, from Funforge, I believe that's the distributor or the publisher. Uh, I believe all those, I believe, I believe, I really like all those games. I believe in Antoine anyway, but yeah, I really like all those games. And Samurai Spirit is one of my favorites to play it solo. And the reason why I played a lot is because I just record an episode for the Spanish YouTube channel Geek86 or Geek86, which, by the way, you can follow if you want to listen to me in my primary language, which is Spanish. Uh, I play the game and, you know, I did a little bit of, you know, I guess like an overview of the game and a review and all stuff. And yeah, anyway, that was the one that I've been playing too. I've been playing side, definitely side, still on my top of the list I will say from all board games, long story, story speaking, I guess, since I started to play board games side, it is still over there on the top on the, you know, competing on the top of the list of games side. It's amazing by Meyer Games and by Jamie Stigmeier. Uh, it's a beautiful game. I don't get tired of playing it. It doesn't matter if you want to play any scenario with me. Or if you wanna play uh, the any even the Rise of Furnace campaign, like I already played, we can play it again. I don't care if I know the story already. The game is so good, it's so good. So side, I've been playing side, I've been loving it, I enjoying it. Another game that was a little bit of controversy too, because I played it for the first time, and my hype for that game was very high since it was announced for Kickstarter a couple of years ago. And probably because of the art and I had a little, I need to be honest, I had a little bit of misunderstood about the game when I saw the art and, you know, like a, like a knight or a paladin on the, on the main cover, like ready to fight or something or ready to defend the fortress or the castle. And I thought it was a game full of adventure, which I'm talking about role player. Uh, and I played it recently with my friend Caleb and my friend Jonathan and, you know, and with my friend Crystal too. And, you know, um, I didn't, here's the thing, everybody around the table loved it. And I didn't. I did like it. I think it's a fun game. But probably because I was expecting a lot of adventure. And it was more about a puzzling game. That was, that's probably why the reason why I didn't love it like they did. I don't think it's a bad game. I just didn't love it too much. And then when I posted on the Facebook page to see what everybody else think of the game and Instagram. And I share it in different gaming groups. Um, everybody told me that they love it, that it's probably one of the best best games for solo and favorite games for solo. And I know I'm in the minority here. I know, I know. And before you put a bad comment or tell me something else, I know I'm in the minority here. And I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying that I didn't love it as much as everybody else. And we play with the Monsters expansions. Yeah, I guess you can tell me that, you know, it has the monsters and you're building the equipment and you're fighting monsters and you're getting your knight or your character better you know with time and rolling all the stuff but it's just you know it wasn't for me like i said it's not a bad game once again uh i didn't love it i like it i want to play it solo let's see how it goes but so far that's my feedback for the game i played that game and that's my feedback my feedback so far anyway i play role player not a love not a game that i love but not a bad game at the same time i play the famous the worldwide selling the best seller of all games probably (laughs) the more richer people from board games talking i play cards against humanity any store that you go they have tons of expansions of cards against humanity of course that's not even a board game it's just like a party game or a drinking game if you want to call it but i had to mention it because i play it yes i play it i didn't win but we have a couple of good laughs over there on the table with uh my friend bill and jeremy julie uh autumn was there my wife erica was there i was there so anyway uh we had a nice night and you know a couple of beers and we were playing cards against humanity once again it's not a board game but we'll still have fun anyway besides that i play lord of the water which is a very good game i love it actually uh bill and autumn brought it to it to our house and we played with them and we had a blast. It's definitely a very good work placement. Then I hear from somewhere, or well, I would say from my friend Caleb, King of Magicians. Uh, he told me that basically, uh, Champions of Midgards make the same system from Lords of the Wild, but just I guess better, or a dif- are probably more modern or more like uh, didactic, I guess, or more like entertaining. Uh, but if you if you're if the Dungeons and Dragons theme, which is right now is a very hype thing because of the Stranger Things from Netflix, the Dungeons and, Dra- Dungeons and Dragons theme. Is what it's appealing to you. And you want a work placement game. Even if this one is all from 2012 I believe. Loves of the Water Waterdeep. It's a very good option. Or a definite option to go and play. If you're looking for that. I also play Tiny Epic Defenders. Very good solo game I think. I play a cooperative. I'm looking forward to play it solo. I can tell you that I'm pretty sure. That it's better as a solo. But still very fun. You're trying to defend the tower. You're trying to avoid those monsters. To increase the fire in the outer regions. In that way... The main city or the castle doesn't get burned up, which in our case, it went burn up <laughs> and we lost the game. And also I play Wingspan, another very controversial game by Stonemaier Games. Um, and, you know, it has a lot of controversy because it's all stock everywhere. But you will be surprised on the places that you can find that game. So I don't want to advertise any store, but you can go to Bed, Bed & Beyond or someplace like that online. And sometimes they have that game. Uh, everybody's going crazy. You can, you probably, if you search for the game on eBay, it's like $170 US dollars when the original price is 50 American dollars or 50 US dollars. So, anyway, everybody's going crazy about Wingspan. It's very good. Uh, and that was a lesson for me because sometimes I don't play games just because the theme is not appealing to me. And that's a big, big mistake over there. Red light, red flag, everything. Big mistake. Don't do that. Don't do it like me because I did a huge mistake. That I when Wingspan came out, I was like, nah, you know, what would be fun? Of well, where the fun would be of you know, watching birds and or laying birds and eggs. I mean, it's not like something that it's appealing. You know, I'm I'm always looking for adventures and or horror or cooperatives or you know, trying to to be challenged and die and then survive and then defeat the bad guy. Well, of course, Wingspan is not like that, but man. What a beautiful game, beautiful art, clever mechanics, plays very smooth, doesn't take too long, and it's very, 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 did I say very? Yeah, very fun. You hear it right. It's very fun. Is I'm looking forward to get a copy on my hands. Of course, I'm not going to pay the crazy prices right now of $170 on eBay, but I'm looking forward for the hype goes down and then be able to buy it from my uh, my gaming store here in Indianapolis. Uh, in that way I can get a copy, you know, retail price, $50, In that way I can support the store and, you know, play with my wife and other group of friends and and even with my friend Bill because he showed it to me. I mean, I'm looking forward to play it again uh, because it's a beautiful, beautiful, very, very good game, like I said, very, very many times. Anyway, those are the games that I've been playing recently since the last episode. And now tonight we're going to talk about Unbroken, like I said, Unbroken finally arrived. Even with all the controversy, I thought that I I wasn't going never to receive a copy. Guess what? I got a copy and I played it. Like I said on the intro, uh, I played it a couple of times uh, from the print and play last year. I play it now with the board game. I don't see too much of a difference. Uh, But anyway, it's it's a game for one player. And let's see how the boxing cover looks. And before I jump to the boxing cover, another news that I want to share with you is that now... As at this moment, I believe, I hope I'm not wrong. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us in iHeartRadio. You can find us in Pandora. You can find us in Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music. Uh, tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Solo BG Podcast is there. So go tell your friends. Like I always say at the end of the show, go tell your friends. And that way everybody... Can be in the solo BG podcast universe, and before the show ends, I will tell you again: we're gonna be on GenCon, GenCon 2019 in Indianapolis, Indiana. We're gonna have also an episode before GenCon, talking about the previews, about the games that we're looking for to play, the games that we're looking for to buy, fun facts about GenCon, everything surrounding GenCon. We're gonna do live streaming through from GenCon through our Instagram and Facebook, so you better follow us. On Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Solo BG Podcast. In case you cannot make it, well, we're gonna be streaming. And if you have any particular game requests that you want me to go and try, just follow us. Send me a message through there, and you know I will go and stream live from wherever you wanna play, and we I, we can play together. You know we can do that. And that way you can be in GenCon by my side. Anyway, those are the news so far. So let's start with today's game, Unbroken, by Artem Safarov from Ultima Games. Let's see how the box and cover looks box and cover okay so now here we are in the box and cover section of the show unbroken finally here anyway the box nothing nothing much to say small box kind of the same as i would say you know i don't know like it's not a 12 inch box that you have it's more i would say like probably four inch by three or something very small you can hear it here. You know that I love to do that. You know, I love it every time. Here's the box moving everything around. So we have the... Even the dog is barking at the back. Anyway, we have the unbroken here. And on the first... The first thing that we see on the box is like this uh, brawler, female brawler, or like a hunter or something hiding behind a wall. And we can see on the back that there are some like orcs or uh, some monsters or animals or some kind of monster warriors or whatever you want to call their fantasy. They're destroying... Or beating up something in the floor because one of them has a sword and the other one has like a like a club or something and they're beating that thing, whatever is in the floor, and it's blood going everywhere. And it's, it's like you're in the dungeon or something and it says Unbroken, a solo game of survival and revenge and revenge. I'm sorry, by Art and Suffer Up uh like I said, it's by Ultima Games and it's by Golden Bell, uh Golden Games or Golden Bell Games. Alrighty, and then on the sides you have same information broken and then it tell you the illustrations by rachel corson written by mark goldner and robert gross and musical score by jonathan miller yes we're gonna talk about Miller. i'm sorry if i pronounce it wrong we're gonna talk about the musical score in a bit and it's for one player it plays in 20 to 30 minutes and age 13 year old plus the art is nice i need to give it that the art is very nice the cover artist uh it's jacob atienza uh the illustrations i by Nikolai ostertak And the editorial is by Alexander Flanagan and Nikki Storm. The art is very good. I like the art. I do like that from the game. And then on the back of the box, it says Die Hard in a Dungeon. And that's by our friend Rado from the Rado Runs Through on YouTube. And it's called the number one back pure solo game of all time. Yes, the pure solo game of all time back. Yes, they're right, the number one. And the number one with a lot of controversy too, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's going to be any other game that it can beat that to unbroken and it tells you more or less the, the, story, the story of the game right that the expedition was a disaster and then a monster were waiting for you and yada 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 to trying to escape from the dungeon and it tells you a huge list of the components of the game like I said very normal box great size very easy to storage you don't need a big box for this game definitely and the art is nice and it's beautiful I will say I like I like the art and I like that they put a female on, on the cover you know It's good, you know. You know, it's not always about about (laughs) us. I like when now it's, you know like eleven. Eleven is a badass on Netflix, so I like that they put they put um the female brawler on the front of the box. Anyway, that's the unbroken boxing cover. Now let's see what is inside the box. Let's jump and see the components of this very very very. Trivial. Inside the box. Okay, so now it's time for the unboxing of the audio unboxing. Here is moving the box. And let's open it. Let's see how it looks inside. Um, Open it right now. Okay. There it is. Open it. And let's see the component. The first thing that we have, it's actually the song or the score, the music score printed. And then also we have here, it's what it seems a a poster of, let's see, let's open it. It's a poster and it's signed by artem which is the the designer of the game and it says thank you for supporting unbroken artem Zafarov which i want to make clear before we keep going i don't want to talk bad about this game for that there's enough and it's it's not just my style um and when i say it like this so we need to respect that and because of external thing external things i'm sorry for for especially from this game it doesn't mean that the game is good or bad it's just surrounding things that happen and sometimes the designer or uh, whoever that creates the game is the less guilty of those things so once again in all the reviews that i made you will notice that if it's a game that i don't enjoy that much i would probably say it's not appealing to me and the other reason is because i also believe that there's no bad board games there is games that there's not appealing for you that probably will be appealing for me or to my neighbor and the same go- the, th- the same thing goes around. Probably games that I do enjoy, but they're probably they're not appealing to you. So anyway, that's what I would say. So like I said, for example, on Lords on Lords of the Waterdeep at the beginning versus Champions of Midgard, if the D or Dungeons and Dragons theme is something that appeals to you a lot, when yeah, definitely Dungeons and Dragons, or Lords of the Waterdeep, it's a game that you should have. If you don't care about Dungeons and Dragons at all, then probably you should go with Champions and Midgards because Viking is and it's fun. So, just to put as an example, right? So, I don't, I don't, I usually don't agree with a lot of reviewers, which there are a lot of fantastic reviewers with a lot of experience out there on YouTube and in the podcast too. But I'm the kind of person that, especially in board games, I don't think that, you know, it's worth it to talk bad about something, like really, real bad. I mean, come on, it's a hobby, something that we like, something that defines, defines our life as our gamers. But, like I said, I don't think there's, bad bargains. it's just bargains for some people and bargains for another people, anyway so now after you get the poster let's see what else the components here, the list of the components we have them, and you have 140 playing cards very standard quality uh, with very nice art, I like the, the encounter deck art then you have the skills uh, cards too which they're like basically they just tell you in skill uh, and then you have uh, other cards like action cards and like map cards and stuff like that, that they're a full color and then, like, the, the weapons, they're, like, kind of a black and white, but with color, too, which they're nice. They are, in general, of the game, I like it. And um, so, anyway, you will get 140 playing cards, 100 encounters, 28 skills, 12 conditions, 32 large, uh, 33 large sheet, which is 28 monsters, two layer trackers, two quick start and reference guides, which they're very good, very helpful during the game, and one achievement sheet, in case you want to do, like, a you know, achievement campaign, I guess, if you want to play it that way. Uh, 15 medium sheets, 9 weapons, 5 characters, which they're very cool because the 5 characters are double-sided, so you can play with the the female side or with the male side, however you feel more appealing. Um, They also have uh, 1 action and symbol guide, uh, 23 tracking tokens, 1 costume, 6 die slash die, which I hope, I hope, I was the one with bad luck that had a crappy die because my die, it has all the slash symbols like goes all the way. One, two, three. So basically one slash, two slash, three slash. But for example, the three slash, the six slash, the four slash, uh, the three slash, the five slash, well, probably all the slash except the number one, they came damaged on my die. Like not completely pained and, you know, it looks crappy. I hope it's only my game. Nobody likes to receive, uh, you know, damage or not uh, high quality items on your games. But I guess I want to believe that I was the unlucky one, and all of you friends that already got the game, you have a normal dice with you. But anyway, other than that, the, I like the slashes art from the dice. I guess. Anyway, you have a that's a you can use any six dice, uh, six side dice. Uh, you get also. uh uh, one Altima folks tracker token which is pretty good to in that way you can use it to guide you through the through the different uh, steps from the game uh, you can one embroidered velvet back which I guess is just to put the cards and the tokens I don't see any other purpose of the back but it's very nice thank you and one double-sided poster which you already said one score pad one rules reference guide the rule book is, is nice and it's thick for a solo game and for a small game it's probably I will tell you you know I always tell you the amount of pages. You have here exactly, hold on, because there's some advertising, I'm sorry, at the end of the rulebook, you have 46 double-sided pages for the rulebook. And then you have one, two, three, four double-sided pages of advertising. It's a huge, huge rulebook, which explains you everything, but a huge rulebook for a solo game that is not that complex. Once you play, you will figure it out and you will find out, but... They did it this way. Um, I like that on the reference card you have like a reference actions and you know this the guide of the, the according to the decisions that you make during the game, which that is helpful. You don't go you don't have to go through a rule book as much, but this is still there in case you want to go for some reference or you have any concern during the game. So far, I've been playing and I, ha- I haven't had it to go to Board Game Geek or something like that to look for a rule. Everything has been very well explained on the rule book, so that's a uh, a plus for the rule book it's probably just too big but i guess they explain you everything on the game and that's better than you know avoiding things on the on the rule book anyway that's what you find inside the box now let's see well you also get i didn't i don't know if i mentioned it but you get the two uh, mats or maps that the character use which is the resource tracker the time tracker monster tracker the health tracker the effort tracker and the different types of effort And these two mats, which they're cardboard, let's see if you can hear them here. There you go. They're cardboard. Uh, They're very nice and they have like the the different spaces to track the stats of the enemy and your stats as well. Anyway, that's what you will find inside the box. And now let's see how the game plays. And then at the end, we will talk about everything else. Kickstarter, our feelings, our thoughts of the game. Do we recommend it? Do we not? All that stuff. But first, let's see how the game plays. Gameplay. Okay, so now we are in the gameplay section of the show, and I'm going to try to make it very easy, very basic, just for you to understand the mechanics, if you haven't know anything about the game, or if you have the Game Boy, well, and that way you can agree with me with the mechanics probably, I hope I do it right. Anyway, you have uh, different actions that you can do in different phases of the game, so you will have the travel phase, uh, which it has different steps, and you will have also the combat phase, and that basically determines if you win the game or you lose the game. And you can do actions like you can focus that you will spend uh, for, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, what is it called? on Hold on, before I do a mistake. For effort, and you can get uh, a better effort, right? Like a more powerful effort. And then you can do inspiration, which you can do more, two more of those power, two, spend two powerful efforts to get an ultra powerful effort. And you can spend, or you can spend plan, and which is four efforts and get another, uh, you know, upgrade. Or you can uh, try to build your weapon, Um, crafted better, you can do a travel action which will allow you to get more more encounters, which those ones are good for you to get more items or more resources and you can spend one effort for that. Effort is the main resource of the game. Time and effort. If at some point your effort reaches zero, you lose the game. That's your life. uh, So it's important for you to keep your effort alive. And the time also, uh, you know, the, the travel phase, you will spend time every time that you do something, mostly. So if at some point your times reach zero well you will have on the quick and uh, quick references what happens so it will tell you for example uh, the first phase which is the travel phase the start you will do preparation you will take as many you know actions like those are the ones that I mentioned right now as you wish and after action uh, you know it's gonna ask you does the time tracker reach zero well yes go to this step no well decision step are you going to fight the monster well yes or no and then if you're not you're gonna go to explore the explore, you're gonna reveal two encounter cards. And you will waste time from uh, using those in, those, encounter ta- those encounter cards that usually will allow you to trade to trade a certain amount of effort or certain amount of resource or super effort or ultra ultra effort. I'm sorry. In order to get more benefits and better rewards, you can also rest if you cannot, you know, trade, uh, which allows you to get back effort but also spending time. And then after you do all that stuff. You can decide, you can go back to the preparation step. You can do main general actions again. And you can decide to either fight the monster. Or if you lose, if you run out of time, the monster will ambush you. And if the monster ambush you, the monster you already you previously set up on, on the game, uh, on each stage will, will attack or, do, or do give some condition to you or something. And then the combat will start. And you will first attack, you will do an action. You can either attack or do a general action. And then the monster will attack you. The way you're going to set up the monsters is that it's four levels of the game and it's, it's the monsters are numbered from one to six. So every time that you want to do the general action of a scout that you have uh, the option to do it, you can foresee what monster you will fight. So you will roll the D6 dice or the six-sided dice and if it's a tree wall, you're going to draw from, depends on the stage that you are, the non-monster number three and you're going to place it in front of you and that way you know the, that's the monster that you're going to fight. If you happen to be ambushed, and you didn't uh, scout for in order to see the monster well, then you will roll the die, and depends on the monster that once again the result you're gonna draw the monster, and that monster will ambush you. Then you're gonna battle, and it's simple, simple as that. You defeat the monster, you get the rewards that the monster give you. Uh, you uh, you know res- uh, reset the, the you don't reset the time. or you get the uh, the benefits. You get skill cards. Those skill cards stay active for the remaining of the game. Now your character, instead of being level 1, will upgrade to level 2. Which means that you will need to feed him more. Because after, after the combat, your character needs to eat. And for every uh, food that he doesn't get, you lose effort. Because remember, effort is your main hell of the game. And you will keep gonna doing that until you reach to the 4 level. You reach the level 4 monster. And he will ask you on the game, on the quick start reference, on the combat phase... Was the monster you defeated level four? Yes, it was. Then you win the game, and that's how basically um, Unbroken works. I pur- of course, I put it very simple, but that's how it works. And now that we share how it works, basically, like I said, because there's a lot of strategy involved. Uh, you know, uh, trying to manage the resources and the effort and the time. There's a lot of, of a lot of strategy. That's for sure. But basically, that's how it plays. There's a strategy involving using your skills. There's a strategy involving uh, the conditions that affect your game. There's a strategy involving which which ability do you want to use from your characters because the more you get upgrade your character, that means from level two, now you can use two of those abilities. Each character has three different abilities. So on the first level, you can only use one. On the second level, you can use two. On the third level, you can use the three of them. Um, So there's a strategy on that side too. There's a strategy, like I said, managing your resources, uh, to get more power to build weapons to build all the stuff but basically the idea of the game and the mechanics of the game is that so now that we talk how the game plays let's see what well, we think about the game and if it plays better solo or cooperative which of course i'm giving you the answer here now you cannot play cooperative unless you do like a weird housing rule you can only play it solo so the answer is solo so let's see what we think about the game solo or cooperative Okay, so now we are in the section that if we rather play this game solo or cooperative. Like I said, for this one, it's an easy solo. (laughs) Because it doesn't have any cooperative mode unless you want to play it with somebody else and make one turn each or something. But that would be weird, you know, because the game is designed to be solo. Before we talk about what we think about the game, unfortunately, we have to talk about all the surrounding atmosphere. So, here is the thing. I don't have like... um, like a real facts, like a real evidence in front of me. But I will tell you what I know, what I hear, and what happened, I guess, from my point of view and understanding of the things. And uh, probably I could be wrong, so if I am, please comment me on Facebook or send me an email at podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, so when I backed this game, I believe it was on um, 2018, still 2017, and I was supposed to, yeah, it should be at 2017. Or early 2018. Anyway, we were supposed to receive this game December 2018. Then there were a couple of delays on the game. And then, a little bit before the campaign ends, or a little bit after the campaign ends, I don't remember to right, to correct, to accurate, I'm sorry. There was a big, a big uh, controversy because they posted in one of the updates of Kickstarter that apparently, in a simple words, the math didn't work out. And the shipping was more of what it was supposed to be. And the game cost more, I guess, on the production than it was not what it was supposed to be. And long story short, unfortunately, the designer created the game. According to what they posted in different places, uh, he ended up losing money from the game. So, which is, you know, unfortunate, very unfortunate. Because the designer, he seems like a very good person, like a very good guy. And you know he is contributing to the hobby. That's an important thing uh, with a game. So that's always very appreciated, and that deserves respect. So anyway, they something went wrong money wise, I guess, uh, and then the shipping got delayed and delayed and delayed. Then some of the backers, which I saw on a Facebook group, they started complaining. Why? Because they didn't receive the game yet. They uh, they send emails asking for the people optional optional posts and emails that if you wanted after you received the game or after you received the tracking number of the of the, of the u.s mail or just whatever worldwide mail it was optional if you wanted to give ten dollars to support the compensation of the losses in that way you know it was kind of like a paying a little bit more of the shipping i guess when they did the math wrong or when something went wrong let's say nobody's fault right so um people started to complain about it and what happened was that they said that because of that they couldn't ship the game yet or the game wasn't available but then a lot of backers started post pictures that they had the game showing the game in conventions for sale and even some people post like hey i just pick up broken on this convention on gamma convention or origins or whatever and the backers were like upset you know and it's understandable because we're all waiting for games and we were supposed to be the first one that received the game. And now it seems like everybody's selling it on the conventions too. Or at least Altima Games or Golden uh, Golden Games or Golden Bell Games is selling on conventions, whatever. So everybody started to go crazy about it. And then uh, there's some people also uh, posting pictures that on Unbroken on, on was available in some gaming stores around the country or, or around the U.S. So that was even worse because as a backers, of course, you're expecting your game and it's a little bit frustrating or too much frustrating if you're waiting for something that it's, you were supposed to be priority on the line or first on the line. And then you see that the game is selling in gaming stores and conventions. Once again, this is not a 100%. I cannot put my hands on the fire for this. But there was a lot of controversy on Facebook. And I saw a lot of posts mainly on Facebook. Mainly on Facebook and some of the controversy on Twitter. Now, one thing, Artem, the designer, he has always always and that i can say that is true always answer to every comment i have always seen i have always seen i'm sorry artem uh answering very politely very uh educated very nicely answer to all answering to all the backers and even if they're upset and they're saying this and that he always answer very politely and like i said in the beginning i believe from all this mess Artem is the less if there's somebody that is guilty, it's not Artem. Artem is the less guilty. He just made a game, a fantastic game, and unfortunately everything went south. Now, more recently, I didn't receive this email, just I hear it from a friend that he backed the friend that he backed the game and he hasn't had it yet. Now apparently they're not only asking they're not only asking for ten dollars for you to support, which once again this is optional. Now they're asking for twenty dollars to support the game. Another thing was that in order to you know to suffocate that uh, expensiveness of the shipping, I believe they started to send the ship the games as a media mail, uh, and you know people started complaining about it because they were accusing them of fraud and all the stuff because it wasn't a real media mail. But but after a lot of a little bit of research, you know media mail will uh, will have to be a book or music or something. But remember, like I told you inside the box, they include a, 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 a page, you know, a, a music score on the, on the game. So I don't know if because of that, you can, I guess, consider it media mail, even if it's a board game. I don't know. Honestly, in my opinion, in my opinion, if they send the game as a media mail or they're trying to find ways, as long as they're legal ways. Uh, you know, to get you the game to our to get the game to our table sooner, I appreciate that. Like I said, as long is is legal, I will be very wrong speaking here if I don't know if it's correct or wrong or something. I'm just telling you the facts of what I hear, the facts of what people have been posted on Facebook and what I hear from friends too. Um, I was one of the fortunate to receive the game probably two weeks ago. I play it like I say on the gameplay and at the beginning and. It's a good game. I can tell you that. Now let's talk about the positive thing. Now we talk about Kickstarter stuff. It's a good game. Always in Kickstarter, there's risk. We know that. We all know that. It's just this game went too far away in controversy. And like they say, the number one game uh, back it as a solo game, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the number one for controversy too. But I really hope and I wish from all my in deep inside from my gamer spirit, and my podcaster spirit and my, my friendly spirit that you guys, all of you around the world that are waiting for your copy unbroken. I really hope and I really wish that you get it as soon as possible in that way you can enjoy this game as I enjoy it. Now, I need to say this. Um, it's a good game. It is a good game. It has nice mechanics. It, it has that feeling of adventure. It has that challenging part. It's a hard game. It's not an easy game. I, it probably doesn't have the crazy amount of replayability, but it's a game that probably you will play it between five, 10 times. Then you will, will put it back on the shelf. Then you will bring it back probably in a couple of months or a year. You will play it again because it's an enjoyable game. The setup is quick. The game plays in thirty minutes. I agree with that, and it's a fun game. But if you put, if you had to put me the option, like, okay, Derek, do you want to back this game or? Do you want to just go and buy it to your favorite from your favorite uh, gaming store and pay the $25? I would probably will, will go, with the, go to the gaming store and pay the $25, to be honest with you. It's a great game. It's very fun. But I don't think it was worth the whole mess that it was around the game, the time, the waiting, all that stuff. Once again, just to be clear, I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's a very good game, just like Roleplayer. It's a good game. I enjoy it. I actually can give you my rating right now. From 0 to 5, where 0 is you hate it, 5 is you love it. Probably this game falls between the 3.7, 3.8, kind of. Not enough for 4, but not lower than 3.5. So it's just, you know, a fun game. But if I could go back in time, and if I did, if I knew that this game at some point, which I hope it does, goes to market production for gaming stores, I would rather, if I'm you and you're trying to buy the game from eBay or whatever, like at a crazy expensive price, if I were you, I would wait for a gaming store and just get it from there or from their website once they release and they're in stock, if they are in stock at some point. Um, I do believe that. For example, another game that I can compare that is out of print, if that happens, Death Angel. Death Angel is a game also that is out of print that you don't find it anywhere except eBay. But that one, I will tell you, yes, go buy it on eBay because it's a very, very, very good game. Very good solo game. Top of the list, probably, uh, for from the small solo games. And that one, I can tell you right now that I will give it a probably a 4.5. This one is more 3.8 to, po- to 3.7, 3. 3.8. doesn't get to the 4. But it's still a good game. And the art is magnificent. I love the art from the Encounter cards. The mechanics are good. It's just, unfortunately, everything that was surrounding Kickstarter damaged the game it did unfortunately it's reality even if i don't want to talk about it 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 is there it's reality it's fact so it's there and once again the game is good it's a good game you will play it you will enjoy it i play it i enjoy it do i recommend it yes i do recommend it do i recommend to go crazy and pay the ebay prices no do i recommend to pay the 25 dollars for the game yes or retail price for the game yes i do i do you need to you you, if you're a solo gamer you have to have this game in your collection if you're a many solo gamer but don't go crazy for it because in my opinion it wasn't worth the whole mess and hype for what unbroken is once again a good game not a super love it i like it i enjoy it it's not a bad game at all i recommend it for solo library games but those are my feelings for unbroken if i say something wrong please i offer apologize And please comment on the Facebook page. Because once again, all the facts that I mentioned is just rumors from Facebook, from Twitter, from this and that. And rather than spend time looking for those negative things and trying to find facts, i rather say that Artem is not the guilty person. Artem is a very good designer. I'm looking forward to see more of his work. I will probably try to get games from his work. From, you know, whatever he designs, I will follow him. I think this is great. It's a good game. And I do hope, like I said, that all of you get your game soon. And that way we can get over with this one. And this mess that was surrounding Unbroken, unfortunately. Because once again, it's a good game. So if Artem, if you're hearing this, well, man, you did a great job. I really appreciate it. I have fun. Thank you for the fun that you bring to my table. And thank you for the fun that I'm pretty sure... That you will bring to a lot of solo gamer tables. Anyway, this was another episode of Solo BG Podcast. Like always, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you this is the first time here, go back and listen to the previous episodes. Once again, we're gonna be at GenCon 2019. We're gonna be wearing the shirts. I will be wearing the shirts the four days. Don't worry, it's a new shirt every day. Uh, but you also will see Caleb, Jonathan, all my friends, my wife every day. Everybody will be with the Solo BG Podcast shirt. So if you happen to see us, please say hi. And we can play games together, you know. If you want to play a game, I'm more than happy to play a game with you. Um, if once again I will be streaming live uh, in Instagram and Facebook, and if you want to have, if you want to try a particular game, let me know, and we do the live streaming, and you can play with me, and you can see the game by yourself, even if you're present in Gen con I will be with you in Gen con. Uh Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Solo BG Podcast. I remembered about the Friday giveaway that I already mentioned at the beginning. Go to the previous episode, listen to them, uh, stay tuned because next week probably this weekend or next week episode is going to be the episode about pre gen con what are we waiting from gen con what are our expectations which games do we want to buy which games do we want to play which games are waiting you know for go crazy of it uh what fun facts from gen con all about gen con previous gen con and then during gen con i will be recording every day after the whole uh day uh you know what i play my experiences which games are good and so forth like a huge review of the game of the four days of gaming of gen con 2019 that was all like always remember for victory go tell your friends till next time see you through the speaker and at the tabletop